Blog Talk Radio.
pray. And let us get started. Father God, we come to you on tonight, Lord, with a willing spirit, with a willing heart, with a willing attitude, God, that we give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor, that we give you the respect and the recognition of who you are in our lives, who you are about our dreams, who you are in our ministry, who you are in our family, God, who you are in our everything. We give you all the glory, all the honor. We say thank you for another day to come before you, to stand before you, to kneel before you, to lay before you, God, to even be in the presence of you and your Holy Spirit. God, we just ask you right now to forgive us of every sin, O oh Lord, willingly, unwillingly, every sin we did concerning anything that embarrassed the body of Christ. God, let us decrease that you may increase. God, teach us how to get out of your way. Teach us how to want what you want. Say what you say. Teach us how to live the way you have proclaimed for us to live, oh God. God, we want to say thank you for the opportunity to talk with and minister to the people, to come into agreement, oh Lord. Because, God, if it wasn't for you, there would be no me. God, if it wasn't for you, there would be no today in my life, let alone others. So some did not wake up today. Some that I woke are not in their right mind. God, if we say thank you for every ability, every full ability, every limited ability, but God, every ability to say thank you, Lord. I glorify you. I honor you. I respect you. God, and I thank you for your words and your instructions. God, give us an ear to hear, a heart to receive, a mind to meditate. And God, a mouth to spread the goodness of the Lord. Thank you, O oh God. Thank you, God. Amen. So if you all are listening in, please share, please share, please share. I want to read to you. Well, before I read it, <clears throat> I want to say who I want you all to help me hold up in prayer, and I'm going to tell you why I say that. First of all, God did not give us a spirit of fear. He told us don't be anxious for nothing. We should not. He told us to encourage ourselves and others. Yes, he did. He told us we could ask them to help us with our unbelief. When we believe that God would do for others but not for us. As quick. But sometimes we just don't believe that our prayer for ourselves get through. I want to call out a name. I want to point a finger. So I'll put the we on it. We, we. Me, me, me. We, we, we. Okay. So I have a prayer list on today. I would like to say, could you pray with me for, of course, I'll start off with my family, the right, the Kaisers, the Harris, the Merritts, the Seabury, the Browns, the Sinclairs, 
the Kaisers, the Quarters, and the Cotters. Mm-hmm. Quarter with the CO, Cotters with the CA. The Dickens, the Blacks, my friend Gloria Evans, and Robbie, the McBride, and the Richmond, and the Richardson. I want to throw the Brooks in there. I want everyone that I didn't name blame it to my head and not my heart. I put the ones down that asked for prayer. I want you to pray for my, she stands under the Kaiser, but I want you to pray for my niece, T, that she comes to an understanding of what God is trying to say. Because God is going to talk with us. I want you to come into a blessing and prayer for the Johnsons, the Smiths. The Kendra. I just want everyone that's under the the banner of any of those names that I called out the last name. Basically, I mentioned all last names except one with the first name, Robbie. Everyone standing under the banner of those names, under the legacy of those names, seek God. Seek God. No one has to answer but God. So let's go into Psalm 54. Let's read it. Let's read it. And I'm going to say this before we go any further. Psalm 54 is <coughs> sorry, something that God put in my heart. I didn't even know why until I started reading it. And I got a phone call from a family member today. I'm not going to say who they are because I don't want nobody trying to call and say something or ask them what's going on. But the family member called me, I called them. We were playing, how they say, goose. I ducked, you ducked. We kept missing each other. So we was phone tagging. We was texting back and forth, and we finally communicated today. And uh, they were saying that they needed to talk about something. They wanted to talk. Something bothered them. This is the person that I pray with and for a lot, and I love them dearly. You know, and they are a family member, a very close family member to me. And God gave me to share with this family member about what I was going to minister on tonight. And this family member was like, oh, my God, I needed to hear that. Okay. So let's go into it. Psalm 54. Save me, oh God. By thy name, and judge me by thy strength. Hear my prayer, O God. Give ear to the words of my mouth. For strangers are risen up against me, and oppressors seek after my soul. They have not set God before them, shall I? Let me read that again. They have not. That God before them. Shalom. Behold, God is my helper. That's the fourth verse. Behold, God is my helper. The Lord is with 
them that uphold my soul. Let me read four again. Behold, God is my helper. The Lord is with them that hold up. I'm sorry, with them that uphold my soul. I'm going to read it again because, like I told you, the devil try to get busy and make things run together. So let's go over that again, the fourth verse of Psalm 54. Behold, God is my helper. The Lord is with them that uphold my soul. He shall reward evil unto my enemies. Cut them off in thy truth. I will freely sacrifice unto thee. I will praise thy name, O Lord, for it is good. For he hath delivered me out of all trouble, and my eyes have seen his desire upon my enemies. That's the seventh verse, the last verse. I, I, I want to I emphasize something again. For he hath delivered me out of all, not some, not kind of, not them, uh, not those, not kind of like, but all troubles. He didn't say all my. He said all troubles. Even the other people's troubles that try to bring it to me. <laughs> Even the other troubles of people that I try to take on. He said all troubles. And my eyes have seen his desire upon my enemies. And as I was reading that, I decided to look down into the footnotes, and it sent me over to, um, what's this, Second, First Samuel, the 23rd verse, I mean, 23rd chapter 15 through 25, and it was talking over there about how Saul's son David had went to him, even though Saul was looking to destroy David because of something Saul did when Saul did not uh, do what God told him to do. He did something kind of like it. Hmm. Not all. See, that goes under the all trouble. He didn't do what God told him to do. He yielded unto the voice of the people, and he did kind of like what God told him to do, some like what God told him to do, kind of like what God told him to do. But God said when you eat the roll, eat the whole roll. He didn't say take the bread out the middle of the butter ends, the top bottom, the top or the bottom. He said eat the whole roll. So when he didn't do what God told him to do, and uh, he took the things of the people God sent him against, God said, okay, you won't do what I told you to do. Uh-huh. But the, what I give to you, I'll take from you and give it to someone else. That's going to do what I told him to do. So Saul's son went to David and said that my father is after you. He's seeking your life. And he said, but he knows you here. Like he's letting him know he knows you hide here. But I'm telling you right now, he won't find you. He said it, and he told him, he said, because uh, 
when he told, let me, let me say, let me put it like this. Let me go to it. He said unto him, fear not, for the hand of Saul, my father, shall not find thee, and thou shalt be king over Israel, and I shall be next to unto thee. And that also Saul, my father, knoweth. Ah, see, God sent him a messenger that told him no matter what you're going through. Now, y'all hear me coming. Hear me, hear me tonight. Hear me tonight. I'm speaking to myself in you. God has sent you a message no matter what you're going through. Even when the enemies are close to you or whatever you got going on, seems like it's trying to overcome you or overtake you, God will send you a messenger that says, it's not going to happen. Fear not. Not only will that not take come at you, but he said, I'll be with you. And, and the more I read it, and I said, when God sent the message to him, he said his father was after him. Fear not, he will not find you. And I will be with you after God makes you the king. In other words, after God brings you over, I'll be with you, and my father knows this. And it said, and that, and they, they made a covenant before the Lord. And, and if you keep reading it, down in the 20th verse, the last part says, and our part shall be to deliver him unto the king's hand. That's what the king was trying to tell him after they found David to come back and tell him because they were supposed to deliver him over to the king's hand. But he said he's not going to fear not because he's not going to find him. So that when when people or things seem like they're lurking around to come at you and come spoil you, come destroy, try to destroy you, when things are looking like it's up against you, one thing you have to understand is, okay, God, I don't believe this sickness is unto death. I don't believe that. This setback in my life is to destroy me. I don't believe that when they called and said because I didn't pay my life, they're going to turn them off. I, I don't believe that I'm going to be stuck here forever. When they called and said I didn't pay my gas bill and they said they're going to shut it off, God, I, I don't believe that it's going to be like that because I do know that there's laws in my city, my state, my county that says you can't do this through a certain amount of time, especially when the degrees is a certain way. So God gives you time to see about those things um, as far as the repo. Um, 
God tells you to talk with the people. Use common sense, you know. Uh, try to talk with the people, see if you can get some things delayed or put on the end or either to be forgiven or a new contract because we do know we're living in a time of uncertainty. Uh, COVID is still going on. Uh, they, there are jobs out here, but the ones that we that we have, they're really not paying. So lifestyle and expenses have gone up, but pays have, the pay has stayed even more. What I mean by that, the board is here. You may have been living like this when your board was here and you was living like this, but now this is up here. So you're still at even board, even though I I can make some kind of payment. I can make kind of a payment. We, we got to get to the place we have to say, okay, God, I've tried this, I've tried that. I, I've said this, I've said that. God, I prayed, but you know what? God, I don't know if I believe it, my prayer. God, I don't know if I got so much going on in my head, too much noise going on that I can't hear you when you're giving me instructions, you're telling me what to do. God, I don't know, but God, right now, I need you. Because I read in 54, chapter of Psalms, the fourth verse says, Behold, God is my helper. God just says that I can encourage myself. God, I, I, yes, I'm human, but God, I, I, I want to be used by you, God. I know that when the doctor said that this is going on with my body and that is going on with my body, I I got to say, God, I'm a little scared right now. And um, I'm a little worried right now. God, I could even go as far as to say, I, um, I'm anxious. But God, you told me don't be anxious for nothing. You told me to fear nothing. You told me to look to the hills which covers my health. You told me to trust you. You told me I can be healed by your strength. You told me that the tongue in my mouth can speak life and death, and I speak life, God, I want to live. You told me that I can reach to the heavens. You told me I can reach to you. You told me to lay all my cares upon you. God, you told me. God, you told me I can call on you. God, you told me to seek you day and night. God, I'm up late in the night worrying. I'm, I, they want to call it a, what's the word they use uh, when you can't sleep? Hmm. Whatever the word is, I can't think of it right now. When they want to say, uh, are you always woke, worrying, thinking, God, you told me I could run to you through a strong power. See, a lot of times we as people um, want people to think everything is perfect with us, everything is um, not in a place of despair, not in a place of, I don't want to say unbelief, but we we, we 
get in a place where we see the enemy coming. We have to get in a place in our minds where we have to say, you know what, God? I know what they said. Uh, I'll be having on my cardinal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm behind on my rent. Mm-hmm. I'm behind on my mortgage. Mm-hmm. I'm behind on my light bill. Mm-hmm. I'm behind on my gas bill. Mm-hmm. I'm behind on my child's tuition. Mm-hmm. I'm behind on my daycare expenses. Mm-hmm. I'm behind on my after-school expenses. Mm-hmm. I'm behind on my babysitting expenses. Mm-hmm. I'm behind on credit cards and credit line at the neighborhood grocery store. Mm-hmm. God, it just seems like everything that's dealing with me right now at this point is behind. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to catch up. But you told me that you would save me. Oh, God. By thy name. And judge me by thy strength. Hear my prayers, oh, God. Give ear to the words that comes. Now, let me say come. Let me go back. Oh, God, give ear to the words out of my mouth. It didn't say come out of my mouth. It said to the word out of my mouth. So when you pray to God, ask God forgive you for not believing. Ask God forgive you for, forgive you for not trusting. Ask God forgive you for wondering if what I have is too much to ask for. What I got going on is just too much. What I'm praying about is it too much to ask for. We have to come to a place in our lives where we say, God, all my life I've been blessed. I've been able to go in places, go around people, be in situations that you kept all harm, evil, danger, and death from us, from me and my loved ones. We have to learn how to pray and ask God, please let me hear what you're saying because, God, how did I get to this point in my life that all of a sudden I believe when I pray, my prayers are too much. When you tell me you're on a cattle on a thousand hills, when you told me that when you created the earth, heaven and earth, that there were four rivers that flowed out of the land of of Garden of Eden. How those gardens had precious stones in it. Every stone, everything in this earth was made of and from and by you. You make the sun rise in the day. You make the moon and the stars shine at night. You bring so much joy to our life, even in the time of loss. 
because us as Christians don't mourn like others. Oh, we mourn. But see, when we know one of our loved ones goes on to be with the Lord, we rejoice because we were taught as children we were born to die. A lot of y'all probably say, what you mean by that? See, you was born, there's a line, and you die. <clears throat> None of us were taught that we will live forever. The thing that we are taught is that the word of God will live forever. The spirit of God will live forever. And if we're saying we are Christians, we got to get ourselves in a mindset where we got to stop speaking death over and into our lives, our family lives, and our situation. <clears throat> Excuse me, every time I get on blog talk, I get like this. Again, I'm going to read this again, Psalm 54, verses 1 through 7. Save me, O God, by thy name, and judge me by thy strength. Hear my prayers, O God, give ear to the words of my mouth. For strangers are risen up against me, and oppressors seek after my soul. They have not set God before them, Shalom. Behold, God is my helper. You should underline that if you read it. God is my helper. The Lord is with them that uphold my soul. He shall reward evil unto my enemies. Cut them off in thy truth. I will freely sacrifice unto thee. I will praise thy name, O Lord, for it is good. You should underline that whole sixth verse. I will freely sacrifice unto thee. I will praise thy name, O Lord, for it is good. Underline the seven verse, this one too. For he have delivered me out of all trouble. Double underline trouble, all troubles, if you have to highlight. And my eyes have seen his desires upon my enemies. When I believed in God when he first told me that he had my back. I have to keep believing in God every day. God can tell me that he had my back on a Sunday, a Monday, a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. God told me he would be with me always. My going out, my coming in, when I'm asleep, when I woke. No matter what I'm going through, God, you know how we say God always has a ram in the bush? You know how we always say God seems to always bless me in a place where I need to be? A couple of weeks ago, my son reminded me of something happened when he was a little boy. It was this time of year. It was cold outside. It was a matter of fact, we were driving in a snowstorm. And I was driving this car that I had, and uh, we was... Uh, Right there by 159th, it's a Toyota dealership right there. And uh, 
we was heading home. We stayed in Dalton. And I remember the car was acting up a little bit. And I told her if I could get home, if I could just get home, we're going to be all right. And I told him, I said, sit over here, keep your seatbelt on. I said, but be ready. Keep your stuff in your lap in case when we get to the house, we got to, you know, do what we got to do. But just as we turned that corner and began to head home, y'all know how they say stuff happened right around the corner from the house. We was definitely right around the corner from the house. That car went. It died right there and there. And I'm saying this to say this. When that car died, you can barely see your hand in front of you. Now, mind you, my car was white, and it was snowing out. I told you it was a blizzard. I didn't have lights. I didn't have anything on, but just so happened a man was looking out the window of the dealership, and he put his coat and boots on it. He came out, and he said, are you okay? And I looked, and I said, no, my car just shut off. He said, hold on, wait a minute. And he said, matter of fact, come with me, because he saw I had a little a baby with me, a little kid. And um, we followed him into the dealership. And I said, sir, I, I, I just, maybe I could call a tow truck or something. He said, no, hold on, I got you. He went and talked to somebody in the back, and they went and got the tow truck, pulled the car inside. And he said, ma'am, let them look over the car. I said, I don't have no He said, ma'am, just let them look over the car. Mind you, I was upset. I was Distraught, I was really in a place of what am I going to do? And he came back and he said, How can I say this? But uh, your car did. I'm laughing because it really was. And he said, Well, why don't you look around for a vehicle? I said, Sir, I really can't. He said, Man, we'll work with you. We'll work with you. But I was in a situation that I worked at County Hospital. And I needed, and my son went to school over by the hospital, and I needed to get back and forth to work and just get around. I was standing down. But anyway, he said, look around and see what kind of car you want. And he was, I didn't pay attention to where he was telling me to look. So I went outside, and I found two or three cars that I figured I could afford. And he, I came back in, and he said, uh, you was outside? I said, yeah, I found two or three cars. And he looked at them, and he said, ma'am, uh, I said, no, look at these cars, look at these cars. He was trying to talk, but I kept cutting them off. I said, no, look at these cars, tell if I could afford it. And he said, okay. He looked at the cars. He said, ma'am, you could afford them, but your car note is going to be very, very, very high. I said, well, he didn't talk about how. He said, and you're only going to get 36 months old to pay it off. I said, huh? He said, well, and you have to come up with this amount of money. I said, well, I ain't got that kind of money. He said, well, for a used car, this is what they're looking for. And I said, okay. So I told my son, put your coat on. We're going to try to walk to the house. We're going to try to get to the house. He said, no, 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 before you go. He said, let me tell you what we're going to do for you. He said, I'm going to give you 1500 $1,500, $2,000, whatever it was for your car. And I said, my car? He said, yeah, so you can put it towards. He said, no, 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 I'll give you that towards any car on this showroom floor. Mind you, my mouth fell open. I said, showroom floor? He said, yeah, I told you to look and see what car you want. I was talking about inside, but you went outside. 
He said, so since I had to get information, I just let you, I figured you needed a moment, I let you go. He said, so look on this showroom floor and tell me which car you want. And we looked around, and I was like, I don't want none too big because I don't want to be flashy and all that stuff. But I was at just at this point in time. So I showed him the car I wanted. He said, yes, the one you want? I said, yeah. He said, well, I get that one. You can get this one. He said, it ain't going to be no more than a dollar, 50 cents or a dollar more. I said, well, okay, I'll take this one then. Anyway, I went in there stranded on the road with a dead, broke-down car and left out of there with a brand-new car with zero miles on it with a car note that I could afford. And the insurance was even great. And I said, all I have to say this. When you find yourself in a situation where you need God to hear you, you need God to hear your prayers, you need God to be your helper, you need God to say, I will reward you. I will reward all the oppressors, all of the ones that come up before you. You've got to get in a place in your mind. You say, God, no matter what it sounds like, no matter what it looks like, God, I'm going to trust you. God, I'm going to stop being scared. God, I'm going to stop being anxious. God, the same prayer and the same belief I give when I pray and believe for others, God, I'm going to apply that to me. I will live and not die. I will have a roof and food in my cabinet to feed myself and my children. God, I will not be, in, I will not be continuously leaving, living from check to check without an in-between. God, I will no longer be caught in the in-between. God, I trust you. Even with tears rolling down my face, God, I trust you. Even when my heart is broken, God, I trust you. No matter what the doctors say, God, I trust you. No matter what nobody say, God, I trust you. Because if we don't give God the glory, my tears is out of glory. God, I trust you. I don't care what my family going through. God, I trust you with them. I don't care what my dear so-called friends going through. God, I trust you with them. God, I trust you. God, I trust you. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy but God, you said you come to give life and that more abundantly. God, I trust you through the process. God, I trust you, even in the new year. All things are passed away. All things have become new. God, I need new skin because I'm ready for my new wine. God, I want to be a whiner. I want the new wine for my new skin. God, I want you to use me more this time than the last. So when I leave about this life, God, I will hear from you, well done, my good and faithful servant. Well done. God, don't let me be so caught up on what the world thinks. Because, God, when that time comes, I have to face you. I can't come to you saying what they said and they meant and they made me feel. God, I got to come before you. Because I want to hear you say good and faithful service. Whatever my assignment is, God, teach me how to 
hold on. Teach me how to go through. Teach me, Lord, how to trust you through the process. They may stab me in the back. They may even try to trip me going up and down the stairs. They may try to push me over, God. But, God, I trust you. Let every doctor, every nurse, every anesthesiologist, every lawyer, every judge, every bill collector, everyone that try to oppress me, everyone that try to prosecute me, God, I trust you. I trust those that you have that's going to uphold my soul. God, I trust you. I trust you hear the words coming out of my mouth. I trust you hear my prayers. No matter, no matter, no matter. God, I trust you. God, I thank you for the opportunity to, to speak to your people all tonight, whether it was live or it's in the replay, whether it's live on Blog Talk or in the archives, whether they heard something, but God let somebody somewhere hear something that lets them know. God, I trust you. Mm. Save me, oh Lord. God, save me from myself. Save me, oh Lord. That I will decrease and let you increase. Save me, oh Lord, that you get the glory, you get the honor out of my life. Save me, oh Lord. That I will do your will your way. I thank you all for joining me on tonight. Hearing me. Hearing what the Lord has put in my heart and on my heart. I want you all to type in whatever comments you have on Facebook. I want you all to speak up whatever comments you have on blog talk. Let's give God the glory at this time. If you're on Facebook, can I get some thumbs up or cares or love or whatever it is that you want to give? But I thank you for just hearing what God put in my heart on tonight. Uh, blog talk, the lines are open if you have any comments. God, I trust you. Yes. God, I trust you. Yes, yes. Got That's the only comment I need. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Trusting God is covering a multitude. A multitude. Because, see, nobody knows your story but you and God. And when you allow God to hear you say, God, I trust you, you open the door for God to step in your life and do more, more than what others will see or say. God will bless you. In the presence of your enemy, God will bless yes. you in the presence of people that never thought you would be in a place. Keep on trusting God. Don't stop. Yes. Don't fall. Keep on trusting. Is there anyone else on blog talk would like to have something to say on tonight? Amen, amen. This is Cecilia. It is so true that we have to trust God. It is um, awesome because on Monday when 
Pastor Troy was preaching about fear and he was preaching about the economic fears and the various other fears that many of us suffer from. And I had said to him, I said, oh, you all in, in my message, and it's because this is the beginning of the year. This is January, the first month of the year, and the enemy's attack was instantaneously. He didn't wait. He didn't pause. He went straight in. He went for the juggler reins of God's people to get them to walk in fear and apprehension and antagonize and uh, one another and things of that sort when it's his assignment. So now our assignment is to trust God. Can you trust me when things don't look like they're going right at the beginning of the year, not in the middle part, not in the end? I mean, um, sometimes we start out good, but we don't always finish strong. And so I thank God for even the woman of God saying, God, I trust you. God, I trust you. That's a declaration all in itself. And now uh, giving that surrender to God to say, God, I trust you, now he can come in and back it up. And it's nothing like having the backup of God. My, 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 my. I'm here to tell you there's nothing like it. When everybody else isn't there, God is. So I thank you, I thank you, I thank you for that reminder on today, woman of God. Thank you so much. Because like I said, God has just been uh, at my heart saying, I need more time with you. I need you to want to spend more time with me. And I'm saying this to everyone listening and watching. If you just start off with 10, 15 minutes a day, give God some time. And I tell you, the more you give him, you fall in love with him even the more. It's just like when you get a new boyfriend and you get him love songs you want to play and you want to play them even the more. God is the same way. With everything that I've been hearing, just this year, I'm not going to talk about last year because, see, last year was, what, 12 days ago? I'm I'm not worried about that. Those things I'll be behind me. I'm pressing towards the mark that's up before me. I'm pressing towards the high calling of God. I'm pressing towards what God has for me. I'm pressing towards that my evidence of my Christian life be shown unto people. I'm trying to think of me and Apostle, like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, my sister, we was talking just yesterday, and she said we should not be saying we celebrate Christmas. We should say we celebrate Christianity. And that was such a blessing to me because, it made me smile because I said, you're so right. As Christians, we should not say we're celebrating Christmas because they just took the Christ off of the month. We should say we're celebrating Christianity. And I thank God because, see, that's a part of me, where I'm understanding where in, I'm trying to find it, in the fourth verse it says, God is my helper. For the Lord with them that uphold my soul. I know for a fact 
the woman of God upholds my soul. She upholds my soul before God. She keeps me in a place of saying, you know what? What did God say? What did his word say? And I thank God because, see, if you give God 15 minutes, you start off with that. Prayer, or get into his word, and or if you get with someone that you know, pray, or say, for what you study in the day, not only would they help you, that would help that person stay in the word because they know you're asking them, what are you studying today? And you will learn how to study. And if you don't understand, they could explain it to you. And if they don't understand, they say, look, we're going to find this out together. We can Google it or we can get somebody else and let them tell us. Because, see, we're going to learn God's word, not what we heard, but we're going to read it ourselves because for many, many years I was saying things a certain way because that was what I heard. But then I had to read it for myself. For example, we would be saying, God will bless my, my coming in and my going out. No, 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 no. That ain't what the word says. The word says he will bless your going out. And your co- See, when you know it for yourself, you know you know it. But when you know what somebody else saying, it's kind of like it. It's not it. So when I found out, I had to understand I'm inside, and I have to go out. So as I'm going out, how many of y'all know you could fall on your way out the door and not make it? So he blessed your going out, your coming out, and your coming in. So when we get to a place that we could say, like our listener said, I trust God. Trust God every day. Don't worry about my ministry or somebody else's ministry, talk to God about your ministry. Let God deal with you. Because, see, your grace, when he said good and faithful servant, he didn't say, y'all did it, uh-uh, you. You are accountable. I am accountable. Everybody's accountable for their own. So we have to know that we know that we know God is God. I'm going to ask, is there anyone else on Blog Talk? that would like to say anything at this time before we go into our closing remarks. Okay. Well, I thank each and every listener on Blog Talk. I thank each and every viewer on Facebook Live or Replay. I want to say our foundation of scripture for our program Smile 3ER, Sharpening Iron, Facebook, as well as Blog Talk, is Matthew 6 to 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I want you all to know that that's what this ministry stands on. Seeking ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So, with that being said, Keep Smile 3E and his ministers in prayer. Our overseer, Apostle Elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, Dr. Serena Wright, Pastor Sarah Troy Thomas, myself, Minister Sylvia Kaiser, and Minister Margot Seabury, I'm sorry, and Evangelist Tony Montgomery, 
and Elder Ron Montgomery, as well as Reverend Lawrence Seabury, as well as Minister Brandon Kaiser and Prophet Antoine Thomas. We're asking God for every assigned minister to this program to be blessed. Their homes, their finances to be blessed. We're asking them to keep walking with the Lord and holding on tight to his hand. Don't give up, don't give in, and don't settle. For all the ones, the ones that have faithfully stood with us and joined us and was faithfully supporting us, we want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's a new year. Some are saying it's a new year, 2024, so much more. Some are saying other things for 2024, you know, open up new doors. It, whatever it is, ask God what he has for you 2024. 2024, I got to trust God even the more. I trust God even the more, no matter what they say. I can pray and I take all my prayers and worries to God. That way I don't have to worry about somebody saying something about it or sharing it with someone else, especially if you don't want it told. But when you know that you can trust God, when you know that you can trust God, God will share with you. And if you do have someone you need to talk to, make sure you talk to someone that's not a 411 or a loud a bullhorn about your business. Make sure. Make sure. And make sure when you talk to somebody, you're clear about what you want. Okay? So, if you all need to come back this Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can hear our very own apostle, like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, speak um, this Sunday, uh, she just said uh, he was the pastor was all in her message. She will be talking to us about fear. So don't think that one thing is one day and something else the next day. There's nothing new under the sun. It goes around. You, you may say, I got it, I trust, I trust. And by the time Sunday get here, you, you got a little fear you're dealing with. Tune in to hear the woman of God so you can deal with situations that you're dealing with. That is when you can call our, our blog talk line, which is 310-861-2354, 310-861-2354. That's for blog talk. Um, Apostle Elect doesn't do Facebook Live yet, but I'm going to speak better to his sisters that God is going to release her for that, and we're going to go from there. Um, if you need to come back, Monday, coming up this Monday is, this is the third Monday, I believe. Um, Minister Margo McCord is our speaker for this Monday, normally on the third Monday, but due to the fact she's on a medical leave, I stand in for her. Come back to hear what God has put in my heart to speak on this Monday, the third Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you come back on Friday evening, next Friday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 
you'll get to hear me, Minister Sylvia Kaiser, speak again with what God has put in my heart, or if God would just have me to share what was said on this Friday and Monday. We will see if he just wants me to do a recap. We're going to talk about what God has for us when we're dealing with helping the body of Christ out. So, again, please keep everyone I had called out their name on the prayer list. Know that God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. And just know, again, now, Matthew 6 to 33, seek ye first the right, I'm sorry, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So I just want to tell you all, Good night. We love you with the love of the Lord. There's nothing you can do about it. Good night, everyone.